evening, my friends. How's it going? Good evening. Oh, it's been a long oh. time since we talked. It's yeah. been, I would say, too long. Too long. Too long. And we good t- to be back with the homies. It's good. With my friends. My gals, my ghouls. Mm-hmm. We had a little relaxation and now we're back and ready to freaking party. The last episode <laughs> went off the rails, but you know what? People are loving it. I have gotten so many messages about how that is everyone's new favorite episode. So, oh, oh when we were silly, we were when silly. We- <laughs> when we were silly, oh, you silly we were gals, silly. get out of here! Oh, I don't think was silly. it a late episode last time. I don't what? remember was it a late night if episode? it was late. I don't remember either. But tonight's a late night one. Tonight is a late night. Yeah. I don't even know if Silly begins to describe what happened to us, but we we were new people that week. It was a good all, time. Yeah, all I know is I had a good time. And so we're going to stick with that. Let's, you know, we're gonna we stick with if that. the people liked it, they we'll loved con- it. We'll try to continue that energy. We'll see what happens. I mean, nothing. Nothing's better than a meat party, am I right? Uh, yeah, You're when when a guy correct. gets onto some meat, yeah, you know, <laughs> and it's out of nowhere. <laughs> I forgot about the meat. Oh my god, you know. <sighs> I think that's what they liked. They did. That is the people were truly cackling. Mm-hmm. I love that for them, though. I love beef. Anything new? Anything exciting going on? Anything spooky happening in anybody's life? Uh, no, but I do have a cute small story um, <gasps> oh, yes. from our pal Joshua. Or Josh. He's been a longtime listener and um, he's actually a patron. He's shared some stories. He's a really good storyteller. Um, very interesting individual, and he has a t-shirt line. He's also an artist, but he shared a little story, and I'm going to read it real quick because it's just so cute. So he says, you have to hear this. So I saw my nieces and nephew over the holiday period for a sec, and my youngest niece wanted to show me all of her crayon drawings, right? She's five. So I obviously said yes. So she showed me a whole slew of crayon sketches, and all of them were creepy af like little girls and weird figures one she referred to as no face <laughs> and he showed he took he took photos i don't know if we can you know share her artwork on our stories but it's horrifying <laughs> like for a five-year-old to draw this it's 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 scary and then he, he says, several others, she wouldn't tell me what they were or if they had names, but most of her sketches were, it was like looking at a scene, uh, like a child sketches, you know, people sitting at a table for dinner or playing a game together, but she included a couple figures, like extra figures. So no face, some other figure that she won't, she won't tell me about. And then a girl in her sketches that she says only shows up in mirrors. No. <laughs> So, uh, and then he says, but what was really interesting was multiple sketches of a girl floating above a bed, looking down at a girl sleeping. So I was curious and I asked her if this floating girl was in her dreams, you know, watching her, 
while she slept and she, she looked at Josh and she said, yes, all the time. And so Josh was like, that's okay. That the same thing happens to me. Don't be scared. So he's basically like freaking out. Um, she's also a twin. So she has a twin brother. So some people say that twins are more susceptible to being sensitive to, to energies. Oh my God. Um, really? I yeah, should ask my brother. One another. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, they are. They're psychic. They're psychic. <laughs> yeah. When they're but apart, they was... like order the same food. It's That's weird. cute. That's cute. But yeah, the, the drawings are definitely um, scary <laughs> to, for, to be coming from a five-year-old. But they... I said, hey, maybe she, you know, she's just like you. She's, you know, she has this gift and good on you to encourage her to not be scared. Yes. Can <laughs> confirm they are spooky. And if Josh <laughs> says that we can share them, we absolutely will because they are... They're cute. They're cute. They're cute and, and spooky. spooky. <laughs> they're absolutely adorable. And there are definitely other people hanging around eating oh, yeah. dinner with you guys. The yeah. one showing up in mirrors just makes me think of Chloe at the Myrtles Plantation and like their famous mirror mm. where she shows up. And I'm like, yeah. Tight. True. Next Love time, you. tell her to ask who the fairest one of all is. Yeah. Mirror, mirror, honey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, wow, wow, yeah, but yeah, that's just awesome. a little cute update. From cute, love it, from Josh, from one of our listeners. She's sensitive and she's gifted. That's amazing. Love that. Well, uh, we're the Golden Ghouls, Alyssa, Kylie, Emily, and it's time to get spooky. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> a little freestyle for y'all. I love that. <laughs> 2021 oh yeah where are we going today new year new us um we're going to washington state yes yeah and it's gonna be spooky it's gonna be rainy and um we're gonna have a fun time i went to washington once and i enjoyed it well actually at the time i didn't um but looking back i think it's a place i might like to revisit people were just a little pissy in Seattle. And then I talked to a friend who was from Seattle originally and was like, I mean, we have like gray ass weather all the time. So I think people are like a little depressed and mad. Okay. That's similar to Boston. People say people here are rude. It's just because we're depressed. Yeah. (laughs) And annoyed (laughs) and angry. (laughs) Yeah, like the second a light would turn green, they would honk at you, which is like one of my pet peeves because it's like, what do you want me to do? Like peel out my dude? The light literally just turned green. But I don't want want to to say all of Washington is not fun because I don't know that. I've only had one experience. So Mm. I plan to return someday, especially because it's spooky. The Lindas, the my mother is from Yakima. Oh yeah, Ooh, Washington. I didn't know that. Yes, and uh, she used to get spooked there, so I Ooh. think it's got to be a spooky place. There was a apple witch tree, a, a witch in the tree. Oh, it was an apple tree. They called her the apple witch, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was my grandma who put like a walkie-talkie in the tree. 
Oh my god, that's so funny. To them. It's a good idea. Yeah. That's hilarious. I've heard other stories of people like messing with their kids through walkie-talkies. Mm-hmm. And that's truly magical to me. It's it's a beautiful thing. I love that for kids. Just spook a child. <laughs> maybe that's where linda got it from and then you got it from her and it's just it's never yeah, gonna end holly's spooky as hell yeah she is she it's knows just... how to to uh get a claw out from under the couch get a little <laughs> i love it she's crazy well i'll take it away um i'll take us to tacoma to okay. the old city hall and uh, it's, a, it's a screamer, let me tell you guys. So the Old City Hall is a five-story building with a 10-story clock tower. So just imagine how grand, mm. how beautiful. A big boy. And uh, it served as the City Hall in the earliest 20th. Earliest? <laughs> earliest? We're, we're starting like strong. The early 20th century. So at the time, Tacoma was a railroad town, and it was the western terminal of the Northern Pacific Railroad. So it was a hub for the people to come to. And um, it attracted folks, businessmen specifically, because of the potential for financial success there. So they came from the Midwest, and they brought... They brought their different culture with them. So the city itself, you can kind of see in their architecture, the the Midwest tastes that they brought with them, which mm. is interesting. So the building was completed on April 23rd of 1893 at a cost of $257,965. Oh, a, okay. a pretty penny back in yeah. 1893. I don't even, I haven't done the the math, but um, I'd be interested to know what that equates to in today's money. But they only used it until 1907. So it wasn't around. For, I mean, you know, it had some decades behind it, but for that much money, you'd think they'd get a little more, a little more bang for their buck. That's all I'm saying. Mm. So ownership changed hands throughout the years, and the building served as office space and condos for a time. Uh, And then it sat vacant for a bit. And in March 2019, after three rounds of very competitive bidding, the Tacoma City Council announced that they had awarded it to Surge Tacoma. Um, And the purchase price was $2 million dollars. Plus, they have to make $2 million in kind donations over the next 10 years. So they made a yeah. real deal with them. So Surge has a $15 million budget for the project, and they're planning for it to include 40 micro-apartments, two restaurants, retail space on the first two levels, a basement speakeasy in what used to be the jail, so, like, spooky already, and office and co-working space. So it's going to have it all. Um, they have also launched a national competition for the restoration of the clock tower. So Tacoma is making this a big old deal. They had planned on opening for business on New Year's Eve of this year by ringing in the new year on the old clock tower. But my guess is that COVID delayed this because... Uh, now their website just has a general target opening of sometime this year. 
So maybe at some point we'll all meet there for a drink in the speakeasy. That'd be awesome. Thank you. I'm inviting you all now. We'll look at the clock tower and um, we'll get haunted. Great. All right. I'll pencil that pencil in. It I'll in. Pencil it in for um, tentatively <laughs> sometime in 2021, perhaps 2022, depending on, uh, you know, shit's going crazy right now. But anyway, on to the spooky. So this place has so much activity. I just, I couldn't even list it all. That's the truth of the matter. Ooh. So the oh, spirits wow. of City Hall are known for playing pranks on the workers of the building. Over the years, employees have been locked out of their offices and objects have been hurled through the air, sometimes at people. No. Oh, thank you. Do we know if the throws were overhand or under? You know, that didn't they didn't specify that for me, <laughs> but when we go there, we can we can find out. We'll ask around. <laughs> oh my god, they're like they're either trying to kill you or they're just like, "Hey, look at this." Trying to- they're like, hey, Just catch. a light hey. tap, you know? <laughs> Think fast. There is also a spirit in the bell tower that folks who have worked and lived there say is mysterious. Which, I don't know. Okay. Sounds cute. Okay. So this spirit randomly rings the bells, sometimes at night, other times in the early morning hours, which rude. Um, one manager uh-huh. of the building at one point stayed the night waiting for the bell ringing prankster because they were almost certain it was like kids or somebody sneaking in, but nobody arrived and the bells still rung by an unseen force. Stop it. Oh my gosh. Stop it. Oh my gosh. Speaking of an unseen force, someone is bumping outside. I don't know if you guys can hear that, but my God, my house is shaking. Is it, is it music or they're bumping? No, I think it might be the train, but my house never shakes like this. That's a that's a fast train. Good God. Whew. Now I'm sufficiently scared. But uh, so- Kylie, is that your bumping? Yes. That's- Just picture me in a, in a Mazda with... Um, Why a Mazda? With what's it called? Because it's always a Mazda. <laughs> and I'm zooming down the highway. See, and it's, for me, it's always a like souped up Honda Civic. Or but, a Honda Civic, yeah. But that's and not the, the Honda. That's not the, the Mazda. The are rattling. No, that's <laughs> not the Mazda <laughs> making that noise. That's Kylie out the window. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's no music playing at all. It's just Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> you say you pull up to a Mazda in traffic and there, there's no music playing and I pull down the window and I just look at you into the other car and I'm going if you guys could see the moves that she does when she bought the Bacchus like I just got this sick system oh my god I'm crying <sighs> again all right. Ugh, anyway, that let's get it together. Be beautiful, man. Whew. A gorgeous symphony of bacha baba. <laughs> we, we need to get you a Mazda and fast. Patreon, hit sure. it up. Let's get this girl a Mazda. 
<laughs> so I'm about to pay off the Prius. So, <laughs> oh God. So security guards who have worked in the building have even reported unusual activity, which you know security guards are usually kind of no bullshit people, but they've seen it all, including sightings of a shadowy figure outside of what used to be the council chamber. Uh, Other witnesses have also heard coughing or a throat clearing when no one else is in the building or seen people passing by them in the hall only to turn around and see nobody there. So my guess on that one is maybe like a residual haunting. You know, it used to be a bustling place. People were run into their offices doing city council business. So maybe it's just kind of something residual happening there. But Mm. The police actually used to get calls all the time, especially back in the 70s. Passersby would see flickering lights randomly turning on and off when they knew that City Hall was closed. And um, they would call the police. And every time the police would confirm there were no signs of forced entry or an intrusion, nothing had been taken or broken. They never once found an intruder on any of the reports yes and there were also quite a few reports of fire alarms going off at odd hours of the day obviously the fire department would come they'd find nothing so i was reading that there are a lot of electrical things that that go on in the building that have been kind of chalked up to spirit activity and there is this one spirit (laughs) one spirit in particular who former tenants and employees call by name he was named gus by the tacoma bar and grill restaurant which used to be located on the first floor and they said that gus actually had a sort of like initiation for each new employee that came he would Hmm. knock each bottle of alcohol off the shelf in an assembly line fashion in front of this new employee who was scared shitless, but the bottles never broke. But it happened to every new employee. And then on opening day of the restaurant, the stove stopped working randomly. Nothing was deemed wrong with it at all. They had a technician come out. It worked fine. Not another issue for the years that they were open. So they think Gus might actually be the one playing with, you know, the the electrical issues that they're having. But oh, um, wow. they said that he would stop his pranks whenever the new employee would start talking to him. So people who worked there thought that Gus was probably just lonely and seeking attention. And you know what? I'm sorry, Gus. I would talk to you. Just he sounds like a good guy. Don't yeah. Don't break the liquor bottles, you know? Respect. Yeah, no, he's not Plot about twist. that. The bottles are plastic. <gasps> That's why they don't break. <laughs> oh my god. Bunch She's of smeared off up there. The case. <laughs> I uh I got a, a good one, a fun one. Ooh, I yes. like good and fun ones. Me too. Good and fun. Uh this is a a saloon. Saloon. We- who doesn't love a saloon? Who doesn't? Am I right? Everyone. Whenever... Who does is, love a saloon? 
Whenever I think of saloons and like Old West, all I can think of is the Rugrats episode where they're on the yes, playground. There's a mirage. Yes. And it's like an Old West oh, thing. Yes. And they go to the cantina and there's a swinging doors. And that's all. I just see Tommy freaking pickles mm-hmm. in the Old West. He has a bottle in his holster and he's like, this town ain't big enough for the both of us yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Why do we remember the details? The ju- of- it's no. like the junk food kid or ago. something. It's like all drama. A classic drama. episode. So good. I told I forgot though that their last name was Pickles. I love that. Oh yeah, Tommy and Dill. Oh my god! And then they have Doctor Lipschitz. Oh yeah, Wait. Phil and Lil. Phil and I Lil. don't think I ever got the Dill Cynthia. Pickles. I mean, thing. yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, send me back to school. I know, right? (laughs) But yeah, I mean, send me back to school because why is it that when I think of saloons and the Old West, I think of the Rugrats and not history? (laughs) (laughs) It it might just be, you may have learned, you may have seen the Rugrats episode before you learned about it in school. Probably. And you had that visual aspect, you know, Mm -hmm. whereas maybe you didn't have that visual aspect in school. It's just, who knows? It's what we can it get is. real deep in it. Yeah. We can get we can get wild with it, but instead, we'll talk about the Oxford Saloon. Am I right, folks? We I love that. So, so this saloon is located in historic downtown Snohomish. Oh. Snohomish, Snohomo, on First Street, and it has been there since 1890. And it was originally Blackman's Dry Goods Store, um, but it's been a saloon. Or some say bordello since 1910. So the building was constructed in 1890, um, and it's it's stayed alive. It's stayed up. No no big restorations needed. So it, it's like the OG saloon to this day. And upstairs, so of course it's a bar, and then there's a downstairs bar. And then the upstairs has been converted into offices, but they're supposedly haunted by two women of the saloon's past. Nice. Right? Right? Mm -hmm. Living rent-free. An older woman who has been seen wearing a purple dress with purple bows, sometimes a purple hat, is said to be Kathleen or Catherine. And she ran the brothel upstairs in the 1800s. So this was a saloon with, you know, something extra upstairs, which was typical during this time. Um, Unfortunately, many of the workers were Chinese women smuggled in from boats on the Snohomish River. So that's upsetting. But I have a quick question. Is it, was it the actual case? Because I didn't do a lot of studying of saloons either back in the day. But was it the case that most of those brothels going on there were run by women? Because that's actually kind of dope. Yeah, I think I'm not sure like what the percentages if it was like 70, 30, 50, 50. But yeah, from from what I've heard, it was brothels were usually run by women. Yeah, yeah the that's, inter- that's interesting, though, right? Yeah, they did. What they I had mean, I think a do. lot of it is like they take women off of the streets, give yeah, like, right. promise them a roof over their head, which isn't cool. However, they've taken they people off do. the street. No, 
I'm just thinking yeah, about having about like the, cause having that so long ago, right. And having the woman be such an entrepreneur and <laughs> running something, you know? True. True. Do you think that she underneath her petty petticoat, she had like a skirt that said boss bitch. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that she had bedazzled so. um, boy short panties. That yeah. said That's a good boss call. bitch. And like boss right. girl. With the ruffles. Head bitch in charge. Boss babe. Mm-hmm. Boss life. Yeah. Right. Love it. Mom of three boys. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are the other hashtags that the influencers use these days? Boy mom. (laughs) (laughs) Happy wife, happy life. Oh, hell yes. Back back to the brothel. Yes. (laughs) So Catherine, Kathleen. She she ran the she ran the joint. She ran the place. Sadly, one night she found one of her girls, Amelia, (gasps) curled up dead in the closet. No. Yes. So it's unclear whether Amelia had committed suicide or was murdered, but the way that she was found, people say that she was probably murdered. Mm-hmm. So they there's also sites of, of Amelia, or at least in a sense of her when people are upstairs in the offices. Then, I don't know how much longer after, after Amelia's death this occurred, but one night, Kathleen slash Catherine. She was taking a <laughs> bath. She hung up her purple dress, purple bow, and purple hat somewhere. She was in the bath after a long day of work. <laughs> I'm kidding. And a man supposedly crept upstairs from the bar, from the saloon, into the bathroom and killed her no. while she was in the tub. What? Like, just a random to act? What are you? Jealous? We don't know if it was random. We don't know. Maybe. What is that jealous. about? What are you coming after? My heart. Maybe she swindled him. Maybe she told his wife. Ooh, yeah, and demanded money. Yeah, blackmail. Well, so many theories. Uh, My guess is that he was an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Usually, murderers are. (laughs) That's my guess. Yeah. Not all. Assholes are murderers, but all murderers are assholes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Big agree. Quote, unquote. Big time agree. Yeah. So, our our good friends, Ghost Hunters, the TV show, um, along with members of the Washington State Ghost Society, visited the Oxford Saloon in 2006. And the team had a successful run with their EMF detector. They received responses to every question that they had asked. Um, of course, the question was in the form of like one beep for yes or two yeah. beeps for no, you know, classic, a classic, a professional psychic was also in attendance, <clears throat> Jeffrey Marks. And he said that he encountered a male entity on the main floor of the Oxford that started to disrupt nearby equipment. So, again, we've got that, the electrical mishaps. What's going on here, ghosts? What are you doing? Something is up. Something's up. Then, in a basement storage room that I hope he was investigating, he wasn't just, like, in the basement storage (laughs) room, but you do you, Mark, Marks. Um, He felt himself getting tugged at as he was standing near some freezers. 
And I have to wonder if this is the ghost of Henry. Oh. So another documented murder at the Oxford Saloon was that of Henry. He was a friendly police officer, rare, uh, who (laughs) had been moonlighting as a bouncer. Okay. So, I mean, sure, why not? I'm sure he got some free drinks, right? Like, I would do that. I would moonlight as a bouncer if you're... You know, giving me tequila shots every hour. I, I would be a horrible bouncer, regardless of whether say. I had alcohol in my system or not. But A for effort, Henry. So poor Henry was stabbed to death no. while he was breaking up a fight. Oh my Very gosh. I know, right there in the right there in the in the bar, in the saloon. But his ghost has been spotted hundreds of times. <gasps> He's known for and this is annoying, poking and pinching the ladies. Oh, uh, Henry. Especially, especially near the stairs and the restrooms. No, so poking I was, reading, was just a thing in 2005 on Facebook. On Facebook, know? I like, was about to say. Get out of here Henry. with that, Henry. And then you know it's annoying. Zuckerberg, <laughs> I can't believe you stole another idea from a genius. From Henry. From Henry. From Henry. The Moonlight Bouncer. Fucking Zuck. (laughs) So Henry is still felt and sometimes seen to this day in apparition form, of course, either lingering at the bottom of the stairs and the the owners or employees of the saloon, um, they know when it's Henry because patrons or visitors, they'll say, it was a man with a mustache. And they're like, oh, yep, that's Henry. Apparently, Henry had a mustache. Mm. The Moonlight Bouncer with a mustache. From Christy O'Haran's article, Ghost Hunters Go on the Prowl. (laughs) Why (laughs) us? (laughs) Jeffrey Marks, the psychic we were talking about before, who was getting tugged at, he felt the energy in the lower bar room. And he said, and I quote, this time, this, it was revealing to me that it was having a hard time breathing. I couldn't take a deep breath, and I was afraid to do so. As a medium, this was the information the entity was revealing to me that it wanted to have validated. I say the word validation because as soon as I mentioned that it couldn't breathe, there was this sense of acknowledgement, and I saw in my mind the spirit leave as if it, excuse me, as if it had said what it wanted to say, and there was nothing more. Come to find out, there had once been a fire in that part of the building. Guests from all over have visited and felt an intense energy, especially in the lower bar room, as if the place is haunted or occupied by entities. So the fire part, I'm sure that that small part got restored and fixed. I know earlier on I said there weren't weren't any restorations, but (laughs) I'm guessing that's been fixed. No, I think they just left a burnt out hole. (laughs) I mean, why not, you know? Why not? Would you like some pepper on on your meat? Ma'am, and they just take like a shovel with the ashes, <laughs> or they just take that plate back to the room and like grate it a little bit on the plate, yeah. get <laughs> it back out. Would you like this smoked? <laughs> so, there are on the website for the Oxford Saloon, there is a page where you can go and tell your ghost story your experience from visiting there that's how common these experiences are isn't that wild dang yeah Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna share one one or two 
with you. So one guest visited her experience, visited her experience. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Shared her experience visiting the saloon <laughs> and her encounter with Henry. So Celia wrote, more than a decade ago, my family and I were antiquing in Sto- Snohomish <laughs> and stopped here for lunch. Once seated, I excused myself and headed to the restroom, which is located downstairs in the bar area. The vibe was so creepy, I felt sick. I know there was a presence in there with me, and I knew it was a lower energy. I didn't even have to use the bathroom anymore. I just wanted to get the heck out of there. But when I tried to open the door, I couldn't. I felt as if it had been forced shut. The more I struggled, the harder the door was to open. I felt a hand forcefully grip my forearm. I was so freaked out. And I resorted to asking my dad for help. He had passed away. And suddenly, whoosh, the door opened and I got the heck out of that restroom. I saw the image of a man with dark hair and eyes and a mustache in the mirror as I left. Henry. When we, right? When we were leaving, our server heard me telling my family about it. And she said, yeah, he's not the friendliest ghost. I've experienced spirit encounters before, but this one was one that really disturbed me. His intention was to inflict fear. I have no interest in negative experiences like that. I've never gone back. Ugh, getting stuck so, in somewhere no, thank you. terrifies me. So um, that's a hard pass. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the man in the so, mirror. The man <laughs> in the mirror with a mustache. The moonlight bouncer with a mustache in the oh. mirror. Another one, uh, this doesn't say a person's name, but they wrote, I have always loved and felt at home while at the Oxford Saloon. It just has an aura about it. Very comforting. That's a very different statement than the last story. Yeah. My wife and I have been coming here for years and have had more than one encounter with the ghosts from our tables moving on their own, banging on the wall to constant touching on my back shoulder while I'm sitting at the table. My most recent experience happened just a couple months ago. While sitting at the table, watching the band for the evening, my wife was sitting at the left, facing the wall, searching the web as she always does while listening to the band. (laughs) I bet she was on the gram. While I was watching and listening to the great music, I noticed out of the corner of my eye, my wife looking up and looking in my direction several times. Finally, she said to me, I have just got to tell you, I've been watching a lady's hand come out of the wall several times, just to the left of your right shoulder. Not aggressive, but just reaching. I told her, wow, that's awesome, because that explains all of the touching on my back shoulder and no one ever being there. Uh On this night, the table was back from where it normally was, and I had not felt any touching that night. I believe this lady's hand was... My ghost who always touches me and being I was not where I usually am. She was feeling for me, reaching out. I love the Oxford Saloon. <laughs> oh, my gosh, the attention dude. from the lady ghost. <laughs> this well, guy, she's like, honey, there's a hand coming out of the wall. Sick. Who is she? Oh, my God. That explains everything. Thanks, babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, bitch. A very casual, a very casual encounter from this, from this patron. Damn. Very he funny. loves it. I gotta go yeah. and read more of the the experiences. Yeah. Oxford Saloon Snohomish.com. There are there are a bunch on there. So y'all, if you wanna go check it out, read some more stories. I, I shall. love that. 
Yeah. But I, I had to include that one because you all know I like hands. Oh, she loves hands. She would <laughs> love to see a hand come out of the wall. I would. I've seen one uh, throw paint at a window. I may have discussed that one time. I don't, I know. don't know if you have. I'll oh, say that for another time. Oh, I was okay. at night and I was looking out the window at my friend's house and I <laughs> we were on the second floor and I saw a hand pop up and then throw red paint at the window and disappear. What? And was there red yeah. paint on the window? No, no. What? Whoa. Yeah. I was like, am I hallucinating? I thought I was losing my mind. Um, but, that's scary, man. Hard pass. I've never heard that story, and I don't yeah. want to hear it again. <laughs> For real, what was going on there, dude? No, girl. No, no, no. All right. Well, I'll finish us out here, yes. and um, I'm excited about this one because one of our goals has gone, and I'm going to make her do extra work and dive <laughs> on in after I tell this little story. Because, you guys, I had no idea that Seattle had an underground. Yeah. Insane. And I think I've never been to Seattle, Washington, but now I'm definitely going to go because this place is crazy. So beneath the sidewalks of Seattle, there's this secret second city. Who freaking knew? It's, It's dark and eerie, and it was abandoned, you guys, in the 1800s. There are literal storefronts of from, like, butcher shops, banks, bars, and merchants of the time. It's like it was like Pompeii. Like what, you know? And how did this come to be? Well, thankfully, from a uh, Washington, you know, alum, Miss Linda Alston, she bought me this book, you guys, and Kylie, I guess, has it too, World's Scariest Places. Mm-hmm. And do the underground. It's haunted AF in Seattle. So it came to be because of the great Seattle fire of 1889, which wiped out like 25 blocks of mostly wooden buildings. And it kind of obviously caused a problem. You know, they had to order new structures to be built out of brick and masonry. And they decided to literally raise the city to prevent any more of these problems from occurring. Because hmm. along with constant fire danger, Seattle's Pioneer Square was originally built on low tideland filled, which would flood and turn the streets into like a sea of sticky mud. So there's tales of like dogs and small children being stuck in the mud. Ooh. Like buried in it. Yikes. Yeah. After the fire, the retaining walls went up. They were like, we're done with this. Let's raise the city, get this place safe. But the deep city below was just left to hide underneath this new city built on top of it, which is crazy mm-hmm. and creepy in itself. You know, nobody's down there. What's going on? Ghosts. They're populating it. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. So let's see. So the above ground, um, where am I? Oh yeah. Okay. In the 1960s, a local writer named Bill 
Beidel, who long advocated for preserving the historic birthplace of the city, started giving underground tours. So Alyssa's been under there, and they give tours now, which is crazy, I hmm. still think, because, like, what the F? Like, how is this place still, like, existing, right? It's so old, and it's underground. Same. <laughs> yeah, me too. But it's now, like, a part, the neighborhood over there is now, like, really trendy, and the Old Town District of Seattle. So this place is a really popular tourist destination. But did you know that there is a ghost, an old teller from the abandoned bank that has lived down there for forever, and he's talked to people? Edward the teller, you guys. He worked at the Scandinavian American Bank, and he would he would actually store miners' gold in a vault. And I guess this is why maybe he was shot and killed. I don't know because they were good, like, "Let's reason. get this gold out of here. I want it." So he was murdered, and he's Let's just been hanging out downstairs in Seattle. He uh, is still sporting a top hat, handlebar mustache, and suspenders, and he's been known to chat with visitors, um, and he will like be like, what up? What's going on? Hey, take some money and run, and then he just disappears. <laughs> <laughs> take some money and run. It's a real crazy thing, but it makes sense to me because like I said, you've got this whole town down here that's abandoned. I mean, there are at least tours going on. But the ghosts are populating it. They need their own city. They do. Maybe Ooh. aliens. You know, there might Maybe be aliens yeah, yeah. down there because they're like, we're, you know, oh, look at this. They abandoned it. Let's get a let's get a ground base to check them out. Yeah. A lot of them do live underground. There's a there's a bunch of Nevada. Exactly, True. man. But Alyssa, <laughs> tell me more about what you've actually seen in this yeah. underground spooky AF city that I'm definitely going to visit. Yeah, so it's crazy. Like Emily said, you can see the old storefronts down there. Like the fronts of buildings are still down there. It's so bizarre looking. It's so cool. You see the windows. You can see like the tour that I went on was actually through like a a haunted tour company. So they had... um, They've left like pretty much everything intact the way that it was. And there are a lot of old artifacts that people had like left around, just all sorts of old shit. But um, our tour guide talked about how a lot of people get touched or they'll hear whispers down there. And it's just bizarro. And another thing they said was that when they were building the what is the street level now, they had these huge trenches dug around um, the buildings that were now underground. And people would fall in the trenches all the time and break their necks and die. So that's probably contributing to the hauntings. Um, Mm -hmm. Or like whole carriages would freaking fall off into a one of these trenches and everyone would die horses would be you know just trotting down the street and fall in so it oh. was pretty crazy but all of pioneer square in general is really haunted um 
it's like like Emily said, the flooding, it's right off of the water, but that's also where Skid Row used to be. Mm. Um, so that's where the logging ha- would happen and they would like load the the lumber onto boats down there. Um, and then there was a lot of homelessness in the area. Um, so a lot of people were just dying in and around Pioneer Square. And I think at one point, if I remember correctly, um, people were getting money for um, finding missing people who had drowned down there. Oh, my gosh. So sometimes people would actually go and drown someone <gasps> and then find them for the reward money. <gasps> it was like a whole thing. But there, all of Pioneer Square, I mean, we could do like a we could do a whole Seattle episode because there's so much. But also in Pioneer Square at one point, I think it was an old bank actually, but they had these like aerial acrobats doing a performance outside off of the building. And one of the aerial acrobats fell during the performance, landed on the ground, died. And so now people will actually see like a residual haunting. That moment replays, they'll see this guy fall from... Mm. The from the they were using it was basically like you see the the aerial acrobats with like the I don't it's like the fabric I think oh shit you know they like wrap themselves in the fabric and do all the flips yeah and he he fell from that and um and died so people see that all the time but Pioneer Square is bizarro and the whole underground is like in that area it's wild you can take more extended tours of the underground Mm -hmm. but it's pretty funky dude oh i want to go so bad now because that's that's some crazy stuff i mean there's it's got to be haunted that was that there's probably a lot of bodies down there yeah it's just so weird to see like storefronts underground yeah Totally. Really weird. Really weird. I can smell like the mustiness it's, from here. It's quite oh, quite musty. And it also has that kind of like, you know how a lot of amusement park rides have that like tarry smell? It's just <laughs> like, I don't know how else to describe it, but it's like musty and ta- like smells like, it's tar. like moldy tar. That's what it smells like <laughs> down there. Oh, and it's delicious. like it's got like a dampness in the air. It's kind of mm-hmm. it's stinky, but it's cool. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So Worth you gotta it. check it out. If I can remember the name of the tour company, um I will definitely share that on our Instagram because they were great and it's specifically haunted tours and they their um their actual building is part of the underground, which is really cool. So they have direct access to it for everyone to see Ooh. oh that's crazy so there's uh they're like occupying the underground yeah a lot of buildings actually still use the underground portions of, that's of tight. They have. so that's very trendy so that makes yeah, sense it is but there it is a very hip area lots of cute like coffee shops and and shopping and stuff so it's hip I love that. We have to go. We've got a long list, ladies. We do. (laughs) For real. Let's hope 2021 is our year. Am I right? Yes. I hope we get to reunite in the flesh. That would 
that would be so gorgeous. That's my dream. It's my dream, really. Totally. Will it happen? I don't know. But I dream big, ladies. Well, we're putting it out into the universe, so it will come. Oh, God, my hiccups are back. Oh, no. They paused for the recording, which is nice. And now it's saying you gotta, we gotta go. Yeah, it's saying good night, la- good night, ladies. Good night. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with good night, ladies? <laughs> good night, ladies. <laughs> with that said, uh, we had fun. Send us your stories to the Golden Goals Podcast at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you. And until next time, stay spooky. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> She had to sneak it in. Ooh.